Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. They don't. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. It's for you, Damon Evans, little Christina Aguilera. Total request Thursday. Get your votes in now for Featured Artist Friday. That reveal coming up a couple hours. Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato. Ravens, man. Three and a half point favorites. Kansas City. It's championship week. Nevin Bank Stadium, 3 o'clock kick. Ravens ready to get to the Super Bowl, hopefully for the first time in 11 years. Kansas City, not that I need to remind you, everybody, defending Super Bowl champions here to preview the game and more from the Baltimore Sun on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. Welcome in, Childs Walker. Childs, good morning. What is happening in your world? Good morning, guys. I think what's happening in my world is the same thing that's happening in everybody's world this week. It's uh, probably the biggest the biggest home game in Ravens history and arguably the biggest in Baltimore football history. So it's, it's hard not to be uh, locked in on that, right? Possibly, no doubt about it. All right, let's start before we get to the game itself. Uh, Jim Harbaugh gets the Chargers job. Where does Joe Hortiz fit into all of this crazy stuff happening now with L.A.? Well, it does, it does feel like the Chargers could be sort of like Ravens West, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it seems like uh, – Seems like there's a very good, uh, very good chance that uh, Jim, Jim Harbaugh is going to take his defensive coordinator from, from Michigan to uh, to Los Angeles. Of course, of course, of course, that's a that's a, that's a former Ravens guy. Um, and you know, Joe Ortiz's name has been out there as a as a you know GM candidate for for years now. He would certainly be very deserving of that opportunity. I mean, his his, his you know he's 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 essentially. Um, to Eric DaCosta, what, what Eric DaCosta was to Ozzy Newsom, right? I mean, he's he's right at the heart of every talent decision that that, that they make. Um, you know, very well regarded around the industry. So, I mean, that would be, I think, a bittersweet thing for for Ravens fans. You know, as as, as they look at some of the the top talent in the front office and and in the coaching staff this year that might get poached, that's one of the byproducts of, of success. So, I mean, it would be it would be a thing where. Uh, you know, you would you'd be very sorry to see him go, but at the same time, he deserves the opportunity. All right, let's get to the game a little bit here. And a Mark Andrews full participant yesterday. We're going to ask you, child, same thing we've been asking everybody all week long. Assuming Andrews plays, how does Todd Munkin work him and Isaiah likely into it? Because it's not going to be, well, Andrews is back. Isaiah goes sit next to the cheerleaders. He's going to be a focal point. But where does Andrews fit in? Yeah, I, I'm leaning toward thinking he, he, he will play, um, you know, just, just based on all the signs we're seeing. He was obviously a full participant twice last week, you know, uh, again yesterday. My my guess is that, you know, if he does play, we're probably looking at more like 15, 20 snaps than the like 50 or 60 you would expect to see in, you know, from from a big game if he was fully healthy. Um, you know, I think, you know, we would see him, you know, on, on third downs, maybe, maybe in the red zone, that, that, that kind of thing. It is an open question, you know, 
whether he and Isaiah likely can sort of flourish at the same time, you know, on the field at the same time, because that is the one thing we haven't really seen. I mean, all, all of Isaiah Likely's biggest games with the Ravens have been when Mark Andrews was, was, was injured when, when he was out. And that goes back to last year. So, you know, Todd Munkin has a track record of, you know, getting two productive tight ends on the field at the same time at Georgia, you know, so he's, he's probably the coach to do it, but until we've seen it, it is, it, it is a question. I mean, you know, so I, I guess as of now, I would think you, you're probably still seeing more of a rotation, but that'll be one of the very interesting things to watch on, on Sunday. Yeah, Charles, I kind of agree. I See, and I don't think that they'll put uh, Mark Andrews in line. I would think they'd want to keep him out wide. And I can yeah. see if they have them both on the field, then I think that maybe likely plays Ricard's spot and maybe they motion likely and stuff to take advantage. Because I think the weakness, because their corners are outstanding. So I think you got to attack the middle of the field throwing the football. So and I think having if you have Andrews and if you have likely, you know, an Odell or whatever attacking the middle of the field, I don't think that's all bad. I agree with you. And and also, you know, that's that's still where I think Lamar is most dynamic throwing the ball as well. Um and and, and as you said, it's the their linebackers and, and, and their safeties are, are, are kind are kind of the weakness in that defense. Um so I, I, I agree with you. I mean anything you do to have dynamic guys in the middle of the field is going to be to your advantage on Sunday. I'll be anxious to see <clears throat> on their injury report, because I don't think Tooney's going to play, but, you know, Edwards a safety concussion. Usually you don't get cleared, you know, that quickly. Um, so is he out? And um, Nandi, the defensive tackle, is he out? Because all those things are going to be interesting to me because the thing I like that the, I think the Ravens have an advantage of is – they're much more biz- bigger and physical O-line compared to their D-line because you look at Karloftis, he's like 260. You look at uh, 51, the other uh, defensive end for them is like 251. And then their two tackles are big. Nandi is one of them. You know, he's like 317, but he's out. And the linebackers are all in the 230s. So running right at them, north-south, to me, I think is, is going to be big for the Ravens. Yeah, I mean this 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 is a very good defense. It's it's a you know certainly a defense that gets pressure. I mean we know Spagnuolo likes the blitz. You know Chris Jones is is a, is a, is a great player. You know on the interior, but he's not necessarily a great run defender, right? I mean he's he's, he's great he's a great interior pass rusher. So so I agree with you. And 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 the stats sort of all say the same thing. I mean you know the, I, I, I somebody posted a stat the other day. I, I don't I don't remember who to credit, but. Uh, you know, something like I mean, the, the the Chiefs have have had very little success against runs from the shotgun, and the Ravens run more shotgun. You know, do do more runs from the shotgun than any team in the league, and, and do it at an incredibly high rate of, of efficiency. So, you know, those are the kinds of things in the matchup that that seem very favorable to to, to what the Ravens want to do. Hey, Childs, uh, I said this yesterday, and I said it again today. I think the defense against Houston that was the best I've seen them play. A whole game. Because, I mean, from start to finish, I thought they were fast, physical. You know, they missed maybe a couple tackles. But, I mean, they got off of blocks. I, I was really impressed with how they played defense. I just thought they were so sound. Um, which, you know, I, with with McDonald's defense, I mean, you know, you focus on, you know, the, the all the all the shifting looks. You, you know, you focus on the, the interesting ways that, that he generates pressure. All that stuff, but but really, I mean, it's just as much the 
the discipline he's been able to instill that, that I think we've seen paying off down the stretch. I mean, a, a lot of their best defensive efforts down the stretch haven't been because of, you know, trickery or exotic stuff that they're doing at the line. It's because they, they really are good at sort of sticking to the, the basic principles that he teaches. I think Patrick Queen said that after, after the Texans game. Um, and I, I think that's going to be very important against the Chiefs because, you know, there's no sort of tried and true way to beat Mahomes, but, you know, having the discipline to sort of force him off of his first read and, you know, make the, make the picture in front of him, you know, a, a little bit messy. I mean, that's, that's the way to at least make him uncomfortable. We've seen the Bengals do it. So, I mean, that's, you know, this defense I think is very well set up to do that. And I, I think if they can get quick pressure inside, and that's the strength of uh, Kansas City, but if Tooney's out and Allegretti's in, I think that's big advantage, Matabike, you know, to get some inside pressure. I'm not impressed with their two tackles, so I think the Ravens are going to be able to get pressure there. But will Mahomes have the ball out? But if they can pressure inside, then I think then you make Mahomes move. I, I think that's going to be key. Which yeah, was something that Buffalo couldn't do. But but you said it. I mean, Tooney Tooney's a big deal. I mean, you know, people time. say right. I mean, people people sort of shrug. Oh, it's a guard. You know, no, he's awesome. A lot of he's a big time player. I mean, he's he's a, he's an All Pro for a reason. You know, dynamic athlete. I mean, he's he's a guy who who could lock up even somebody as talented as Justin Matabike. So if he's either not out there or extremely limited, big, big deal. Childs Walker, Baltimore Sun, Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Pen. All right, Childs, last thing for you. I know you have a busy day out there at one winning drive. Will the Ravens make the Super Bowl? And if so, if so, if so, who are they <laughs> playing in Vegas in front of all the fancy people out there? Um, I had to make my pick for the paper. I did pick them to win. Um, Homer. 30, 30 to 24, I know. Terrible. <laughs> terrible. Um, and, and and I think it's going to be a rematch for the 49ers. I mean, I just I, – I have trouble seeing Detroit going out to San Francisco and, and shutting down that offense. I, I just – you know, I, I, I think the Lions will, will, will get theirs in terms of moving the ball and putting up some points. But uh, I, think, uh, I think San Francisco uh, outscores them in the end. Charles, appreciate the time as always. Enjoy the championship weekend, and we'll talk to you soon. Previewing Super Bowl 58, hopefully. Thanks, Charles. I'll see you out there with the coordinators today. There you go. We'll see you. Vinny's right. coming out to see yep. you, Charles. It's all that matters. All right. there. Sounds good, guys. Thanks. Right. Charles Walker. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. I guess he doesn't think the curse of Bobby Lane gets broken this weekend. We'll come back. Funhouse trip. Tuds going on in the world of sports. A lot of hoops action. Caps got their asses kicked. Wizards need a new... Well, the Wizards have a new coach, at least on the interim basis. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Vinny and Hades with... Brought to you by Box Hill Pizzeria and Crab Cakes. The best crab cakes in Harford County. 1057 The Fan. Time for the whip around, baby. Hey, 1057 The Fan. A ton going on in the world of sports. Terps win last night. Coming from behind the stun Iowa, as we talked about earlier, 69-67. Jameer Young with the game-winning hoop with a minute or second and a half left. He scores eight points as Maryland closed on a 12-4 run. Eight points in the last 86 seconds. Terps now host Nebraska coming up Saturday at noon. Nebraska coming off a blowout against Ohio State. Huskers and the mayor, Fred Hoiberg, 15-5. Looking to get to the big dance here. On the ice last night, the Capitals back-to-back games. Yep. Taking on one of the high-powered teams in the uh, NHL and... Unfortunately for the Caps, they got to experience that high-poweredness. Yeah, it was it was crazy because the Caps, I thought in the first period, they played their best period they played up until the last 37 seconds. I mean, they were playing physical. They were getting shots. They were moving the puck. They just couldn't. The goalie, the goalie was playing spectacular for them. And then uh, McCarr gets a uh, turnover, 37 seconds left of period, scores. Caps are down 1-0. And then it was basically over after that because then Nathan McKinnon got three straight goals in the second period, and before you know it, it was six to one. And you know, well, Vinny, if you don't mind, let's hear some of that avalanche on the five on four. When Oshie comes out, McKinnon in front wanted to redirect. Oshie is out now. We're four on four. McKinnon high slot look shoots and scores. That's a four clipper. Second time this season. That's some uh, pretty heady stuff right there. He, he he's really good. Really, he's so fast. Is what he is, Nathan McKinnon. You know, and, and they're a hell of a team. Now the head coach Bednar for Colorado and the head coach for the Caps. The head coach for the Caps played for the head coach of Colorado when they were at South Carolina Stingrays, and the Caps coach. Is uh, Bednar's his mentor, so they're really tight and uh, got the crap kicked out of them. Hey, Caps lost three in a row at Dallas. They can't not, score. Not going to get easier. Can't score. Them. They're averaging two point three. And Bob, even worse coming up for the Caps. Bob, they have the same thing that the Ravens had after the bye. Toughest schedule ever. Toughest schedule in the league the rest of the way. <laughs> It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. It is the whip around. Uh, college Hoops, uh, real quick, getting back to last night in the Big Ten Northwestern. Talk about this with Mike Harmon later in the show from Fox Sports. Upset number 10, Illinois, 96-91 in overtime. There was a couple of other upsets in the top 25 men. Alabama beats number 8, Auburn, 79-75 in a heated SEC game. And Nevada beat number 24, Colorado State, 77-64. Locally, Lafayette beat Loyola. 
70 to 44. Yeah, the Hounds are having a long year. Let's just put it that way. And Bucknell beat Navy 71-63. NBA last night. Minnesota beat the Wiz 118-107. Wizards today uh, promoted, I guess you want to, or reassigned Wes Sutton Jr. to the front office. He'll have a front office role. And Brian Keefe is the new interim head coach for the Wizards for the rest of the season. He's uh, had stops in Brooklyn, Oklahoma City, the Lakers, and the Knicks. So uh, he's out. Wes Unsell Jr., Baltimore guy, went to Loyola. Uh, now back in the front office for Washington in a role. Brian Keefe will try to salvage something here. For Washington, we talked about this earlier. Uh, Jim Harbaugh leaving Michigan five-year deal with the Chargers. Yeah. Which could resonate here in Baltimore, as we just talked about with Charles. Yeah, because Joe Ortiz probably going to go. And maybe McDonald. Be the GM. McDonald would go. You can make a lateral move, can't you? No, you can't. You can't? Cordon, no. Cannot. Not even for more money? Nope. Cannot. Nope. Um, he'll take Jesse Minter with him from Michigan, Couldn't who was a do, Raven. Couldn't uh, they do, like, the assistant head coach slash no. coordinator thing? Nope. Can't do that either. The only way McDonald can leave the Ravens, Bob, is to be a head knocker. And... I don't, I don't think he's going to get one. And I don't, th- you know, McDonald has a better chance than Munkin, and I don't think Munkin's getting one. I think he's out. During his career at Michigan, Jim Harbaugh, 86 and 25, or 23, can't read my own handwriting, did win the national championship. They are losing 17 starters, and the NCAA has been, has been sniffing around. But Jim Harbaugh, one of the Chargers, they have a franchise quarterback. There's a nice place to start. No doubt about it, Bob. I mean, articles, you know, the articles are saying they're not going to be chargering anymore, which means, you know, have all these high expectations and then being crappy at the end of the season. We have Herbert, you have Joey Bosa, you have Derwin James, you have Khalil Mack. I mean, they have guys, Keenan Allen. And they got the fifth pick of the draft, you know, and you got a quarterback. So um, I know Mel gave him a tight end, which fits what Jim Harbaugh would like to oh, do. Bowers. Bowers from, from Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. All right. Terps history, 1995. Real quick. Eighth-ranked Maryland at Clemson, which is always a tough place to play. 56-51. Joe Smith, 17 points, six boards. He blocked a possible game-time shot. Closing seconds, Dwayne Simpkins. He pumped in 10 for the Turtles in the win there. 2015 at Comcast, 13th-ranked Maryland beat Northwestern. Sorry, Harmon. Des Wells tip in, one and a half seconds left as Maryland down 11, charged from behind to win that game. Mello Trimble, freshman at that time, at 27 for the Terps. Some Super Bowls for you. Super Bowl 15 in New Orleans. Raiders beat the Eagles 27-10. Jim Plunkett, MVP, through three touchdown passes. Two to Cliff Branch. Rod Martin had three interceptions. Jaworski had a rough day. Yeah, old Jaws. Down at the old Superdome. NBC on the broadcast. Dick Enberg, Merlin Holson, Lenny Dawson, John Brody on the call. 68.29 million people watched that one. The national anthem was Helen O'Connell. Singer. From Never heard of her. Back in the olden days. And the halftime was a Mardi Gras uh, tribute there. 1987, Super Bowl 21 at the Rose Bowl. Giants blow out the Broncos. John Elway's first uh, Super Bowl. 39 to 20. Phil Sims was MVP as uh, the Giants win Bill Parcells a championship there. Neil Diamond sang the national anthem. How about this halftime? 
George Burns. <laughs> George Burns. <laughs> Mickey Rooney and the USC band. Holy mackerel. Jesus. That's obviously when when that came on, and I remember the game. I don't remember that. Because uh. that back then, I think everybody knew halftime was like, everybody's going to go take a whiz right. and nobody's paying attention. But there you go. CBS, Pat Summerall, John Madden on the call. 87.2 million people watched this one. And then in 1998... San Diego, Super Bowl 32. The Broncos upset Green Bay. Green Bay was 11-point favorites in this game. 31-24. Terrell Davis was most valuable player. That was the famous John uh, Elway got helicoptered mm-hmm. in the red zone game. Jewel <coughs> sang the national anthem. Halftime was Boys to Men, Smokey Robinson, The Temptations, Martha Reeves, and Queen Latifah. Wow. NBC was on the call. Dick Enberg, Phil Sims, Paul McGuire, uh, Jim Gray, and Sean Dockery. Randy Cross, man, that was a big old broadcast crew there. 90 million people watched Super Bowl 32. Denver would win it again the next year. Mike Shanahan. And then they lost to Jacksonville as the number one seat. That was, year before. Yeah. Because that, like Ravens Chiefs this year. Yep. The year before when New England, or well, New England went to the Super Bowl, but Jacksonville beat Denver. In the, but it was supposed to be Denver and Green Bay in the Super Bowl, which is played, uh, played New Orleans here before, et cetera, et cetera. It's video at 81057. The fan will come back. Take your phone calls, your predictions for this championship matchup between the Ravens and the defending Super Bowl champion Chiefs. We'll take your phone calls. We got Vinny's uh, film breakdown. We got news from the nest at noon. Marty Morningwag's going to be joining us at 1230. How much has Lamar changed since his rookie season when Marty was the OC? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Here in Baltimore. Your sports information station, 1057 The Fan. So our request Thursday, pick a song, we'll play it. 410-583-1057 is the number. Get your votes in for Featured Artist Friday. That reveal's coming up in a couple hours. Now remember, and Nolan, get in here for a sec before we get to the phone calls. Because we're going to have to preempt your fun house for Vinny's film of the Chiefs. Last week, people chose the birds. And I had to make an executive decision. 
and Cundiff the Birds. Yep. And the reason is, and this is with all due respect, Ricky Bobby style to the Birds. Everything can turn, turn, turn. We'll get to it eventually. It's championship weekend. So, when you're submitting your votes for Featured Artist Friday, or should we, Nolan, what do you think? Should we just go with NFL Films again and preempt the vote? Uh, I don't know about a repeat. I mean, might as well do something different. I, but Norm, yeah, I but mean, it's the, the championship. Sure, game. the birds was a mistake, and you said we'd cycle back to it. I don't think we'll do that no, ever. No, 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 no. That's going to happen probably Who's during the baseball. Who's the guy doing the halftime when show they play for the, the Blue Jays game? Or Is he a Baltimore guy? Oh, T Pain? Yeah. Not a Baltimore guy, but oh. uh, yeah, hip hop music. Oh, thought maybe he was a Baltimore guy. I'm going to say we do some NFL stuff again. Right, that's easy enough. Championship Go. music. And how about we uh, intertwine, if that's the correct word, as we come out of the break with the songs, highlights from the two championship games that the Ravens have won. You know cool. what I'm saying? Yeah, that'd be Let, fun. Let's get some uh, high-level production going on here. High-level. High-level. Oh, okay, I know I know we're grasping, but we'll get some high-level. So, matter of fact, votes, unless you're voting for NFL films uh, music, uh, we're going we're gonna to have to really, really, really look hard at what the selections might be. Like, Van Halen's cool. I'll listen to them 24-7, but, you know, we got to get you pumped up and unchained, hit the ground running. That's a cool song. I mean, I would crank that up on Sunday, uh, 315 during one of them breaks in the game but we got to get you ready musically tomorrow for the afc title game which you can hear on 105.7 the fan all right enough of that let's get out to the phones let's go to falston tim tim thanks for holding happy championship thursday uh, same to you guys man thanks for taking my call and great show as always and Vinny, you kind of touched on it last a couple minutes ago but uh my question is, the Ravens, do you think the Washington's waiting on Mike McDonald and maybe Patrick Queen, kind of like a two-for-one? That's what's taking them so long? Because, uh, you know, he, I think he, he'd make, of course, a great head coach, and uh, he's a pretty hot commodity right now. I think Ben Johnson, the, like, Ben Johnson is the guy, the Detroit Lions guy. That's who I think is getting that job. Okay, okay. And then speaking of Detroit, that, that's my prediction. I think that I could see the Lions and the Ravens in the Super Bowl, and then, of course, the whole country rooting for the Lions, and then us here in Baltimore, you know, with the Ravens standing in the way of the Lions' first Super Bowl. I, I could see that coming. As you would say, Bob, the football gods, I could see that. And then, of course, Vegas would be packed with Lions fans. You know, they, they would travel pretty good. But anyway, thanks a lot, fellas. Appreciate it. Have a good day. Right, and I Tim. think the biggest reason probably, Bob, Ben Johnson for Washington is – they got the second pick of the draft, and they'll be taking a quarterback. Right. The uh, Sam Howell experiment's going to come to an end. Yeah, and it could be, you know, either Jason Daniels or Drake May. You know, and if it's Drake May, they'd be back-to-back North Carolina quarterback. But isn't there a bigger upside with May here than with Howell? Because oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, seem yeah. to recall that Howell going into his last year in Chapel Hill was regarded as a potential first-rounder kind of guy. Didn't turn out that way, but... You know, Drake May, even though he didn't have the greatest of years, he's still I mean the tools are yeah. or he's he's toolsy as they he, say. He he's built like uh Herbert and Josh Allen, where you know, where Sam Howell's what, five eleven. And threw a lot of interceptions and got sacked a lot. Well, I I'd also And their line sucked. We I know we get into like trends. Yeah. Uh, Trubisky, Carolina. Yeah. Sam Howell, Carolina, you know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know if it's a thing of reality. Let's go to Nick and Bel Air. Nick, what's happening? 
Hey, guys, good show. Got a lot of stuff, but I'll try to summarize quickly. You know, Raven fans are going to travel, so when it's time to go to Vegas, you know, we're going to Vegas. So uh, that's a little beside the point. But, you know, as far as, like, unlike the Texan fans that don't travel, obviously the Chief fans are going to be at this game. The noise level is going to be high. Mahomes goes with a solid count, so it's probably not going to affect him as much as it did Stroud last week. However, you know, we got to bring the noise when they're in the huddle. When the Chiefs are in the huddle and Mahomes is making calls there, that's probably when the place has to start being loud. Um, Bob, before I talk about defensive tackle play, which I think is the key for the game, and I love, I'm going to love Vinny's take on this because I, I appreciate Vinny's uh, defensive scouting acumen. But, Bob, listen, when they, I'm backtracking here, but the Ravens, they announced their tickets go on sale Tuesday. They didn't say how many were left. And then, of course, Wednesday, you just see on social media just the market flooding with resales, you know. So I'm worried about the amount of Chiefs fans coming in. But uh, I'm also worried about a little bit about this refereeing crew, this guy, Sean something. Yeah, Sean we're Smith. This, we're this, right. Where this referee crew, what, 63% of the penalty calls in the game, he, he it goes against the but home real team. Real quick, I, I saw something, uh, Nick, on social media today, and you can't believe everything you read, but – He's officiated Ravens games before, and I think they're like four or five and one. Yeah. With him. I, the the rub with this guy is he favors, like you were saying, Nick, the road team more than the home team here. Right. right. And the other thing is, is it's all over social media. He has seen it. The league has seen it. <laughs> so everybody will be aware of it. Oh, if the Ravens get seventeen false starts, right. I think we're going to be storming the castle. If you know what I'm of saying. Of course. Well, and that's going to lead me into the Chris Jones discussion. Listen, uh, and I have a I, I pronounce his name wrong all the time, but Mbuke is probably becoming one of my Matabike. 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 He's going to, because this game's going to be one in the trenches. When you watch a guy like him, and I wish all our DTs were like him, when he takes a hit or tries to shed a block, his feet never stop, and he goes sideline to sideline. Very impressive, and our D line has to not get frustrated with Mahomes. Because this guy is kind of like Stroud, but even better, will never take a sack. You know, he just won't take a mm-hmm. sack. So you can't get frustrated. He's going to throw it left-handed out of bounds. But it's going to be in those moments where Mahomes tries to do something crazy where we can get a turnover. But um, listen, um, Vinny, Chris Jones, and I don't know if they have these pre-scout, pre-referee meetings before the game. You know, you know, Reed's going to get in there and talk about trickery and trick plays. I don't think the Ravens going to do much of that, but you know, maybe they will bring something out for this game. But when when a guy like Chris Jones, when every good football fan sees him line up in the neutral zone or or pass with his helmet past the ball every single down, and because his name is Chris Jones, the referees don't do anything. I don't want to embarrass the guy, but can't the referees during the game say, "Hey, look, you're lined up in the neutral zone." You know, get back. If you don't get back, eventually we're going to call a penalty. But I know he wants to split the gap. He's he's a great, you know, pass rusher. He wants those sacks. But I think what we saw last week is if you run at him like Buffalo did, with, with I think they have a pretty good offensive line. You know, people say it's not as good as ours. I don't know. But Buffalo ran at him, and they had success. Mm-hmm. And we need to stop Pacheco, who runs angry. So I wanted to get your take on the defensive line play, Vinny. And, and what this trend about Chris Jones that I see and other fans, I don't want Raven fans to be screaming. All right. Thank you, Nick in Bel Air. I guess I'll, I'll have to uh, look at that at the game Sunday. I haven't really noticed, you know, that his head was in the neutral zone. You know, I mean, and people have called penalties 
It cost the Chiefs a game on the offensive well, side. as long as you're not in the twilight zone. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7. The fan will come back. Have Vinny's Phil breakdown of Kansas City. The upset win at Buffalo because they were the underdogs in that game. News from the nest. Take your phone calls. or are welcome throughout the day. Time permitting. By yourself, 12-15. Marty Morningweg's going to be joining us. Longtime NFL coach. Preview the championship games with him. So we got plenty to get to. Ravens, three and a half point favorites. Chiefs, you can hear the game. 105.7. The fan. Breaking down every last second of game tape for Sunday's matchup. Who's your connection? You sound like a cop to me. Who's your connection? Enter Vinny's film room on 105.7 The Fan. Kansas City Chiefs advanced to the AFC Championship game by upsetting the Buffalo Bills last week in Buffalo. Chiefs going in there as underdogs, but they survive in advance in Patrick Mahomes' first ever road playoff game, 27-24. Let's talk about the good while winning and the bad Vinny's film study. All right, let's look at their offense first. You know, Marquez Valdez-Scantley had struggled all year for them. It had been nothing. Disappointment. In this game against uh, Buffalo, made, made a couple big plays. Made a nice catch deep, you know, and, because he'd been having problems catching the ball. Um, he's not a great guy separating and stuff, but he made two huge plays in the game, you know, and, and can he stack those performances or, you know, this this is a group of players that dropped a lot of balls. I mean, the week before at home, I know it was cold. Kelsey dropped three against Miami. Yes, he uh, did. Yep. Yeah. So, and then Rasheed Rice has had a big year for them. He's come on rookie. Um uh, it's going to be interesting. He didn't have a great game against Buffalo. Got banged up a little bit, but he's not on the in. He's not on. If he's on the injury report, he had full practice, so he'll be back. They they've got to get big plays from him. But the wide receiver core is not as good as the Ravens' wide receiver core. So I would take and Justin Watson. I would take the Ravens' receivers all day long. Now the O line is going to be interesting for Kansas City because the two tackles. Donovan Smith, the left tackle, um, he struggles in the pass stuff. And so does um, Jawan Taylor, the right tackle. Two free agent guys. And Trey Smith, they paid a fortune. Or not Trey Smith, but I mean, Jawan Taylor, they paid him a ton, you know, to leave Jacksonville as an unrestricted free agent. And both ta- they can be had in the pass stuff. And they've been struggling all season long. Now, their strength of the O-line Joe Tooney at left guard, Creed Humphrey at center, and Trey Smith at the right guard. Trey Smith did not practice yesterday. Illness. He'll play. He's a good player inside. Not as good as the other two, but he's he's better than the two tackles. Now, Creed Humphrey is a, an all-pro center, and he's they use him a ton to pull. They You'll see him pulling left and pulling right because they like to run those sweeps, and they like to get the, the center and the guard out there. Now, Joe Tooney, the left guard, he's a great player, too. Those are the two best players in the offensive line. Tooney, more than likely, is out for the game. So that is huge because he's so athletic and he can run and he can pull. He can do all the things that they like. And Nick Allegretti, a seventh-round pick in 19 out of Illinois, will be the replacement. He's not the athlete. So there's a big drop-off there. He's smart. He's tough. He's a, he's a bigger guy than um, Tooney. Now, he he started one game this year, but he started at center uh, in the game that all their starters weren't playing. So, big drop-off there. 
and hopefully it affects them in that run game because what they like to do in the run game is they like to run that bunch set and then they like to pull the center and the guard and they pull them out there and they lead all those people and they block down with the receivers and pull those guys out. So that's that's what's going to be interesting without Tooney. I think it's going to be a bigger deal, you know, because they're going to say, oh, it's it's not that big a deal. Allegretti, you know, we consider him a starter. I guess it's Allegretti is their McCarry. That's that's my guess because like he's lift, listed as backup center, backup guard, right, backup yeah. tackle kind of guy, <laughs> uh, jack of all trades kind of guy. Yeah, so he's their McCarry. Now tight end, they got a Hall of Famer, Travis Kelsey, but Travis Kelsey, he's smart. Smart as smart as can be, and um, he did say Bob that on that f- he he went and apologized to the running back that fumbled going across the goal Miko line. Hardman. Yes, he went and apologized. He said he felt bad because he didn't hold his block. Truth be known, he doesn't hold many blocks. You know, so whoever he's lined up against, they're going to have the advantage for the Ravens defensively. Now, is he, he's still a good player, Travis Kelsey. He still catches the ball well, and he's smart. He is. He knows every trick in a book, and that's the thing that they're going to have to know. He's got a great chemistry with Mahomes. So those are the things that uh, the defense, and I'm sure they understand all that, but he's not the athlete. He's not the burst, the explosiveness. He's, he's not what he used to be. Probably more like when... The Ravens had Shannon Sharp kind of thing. You sure. know, he was the end of his he's at the end of his career. Now, the running back, uh, Pacheco. Pacheco's a good player. They like to get him outside. They like to get him outside. He's got turf toe, I think, and he'll get shot up. He won't practice all week, but he'll play. They want to get him outside, and he's a good receiver out of the backfield also. He's got 44 catches. Averages five and a half yards, but he's got 359. Uh, yak yards, two touchdowns as a receiver. So he's going to be a huge part of it. If they can take away him running, oh, that's going to be so bad. And if Mahomes has got to throw it 40 sometimes, they're going to be in they're going to be in trouble because they don't have the weapons to throw it that many times. That's why they need the run game. And Mahomes, Mahomes, I mean, what's there to say? He's awesome. You know, he can do he can do and he's healthy. So he can do anything. Now defensively, or let's look at the kickers. Their their kicker, Harrison Bucker, he's he's really good too. I mean, he's 33 of 35, and he's made uh, five for five, 50 plus, so he's got a big leg. The only two he's missed are between 30 and 39. And then Tommy Thompson's a punter. He averages 47, 42 net. So they have good a good kicking game. So they'll be fine. They'll be fine there. Now defensively. Uh, their defensive end, George Karloftis, first-round pick out of Purdue. He's 6'4", 263. Now, the other defensive end is Mike Denna, 6'2", 251 out of Michigan. Now, 251, 263, you can get the edges. That's that's kind of that's why I keep emphasizing their size. And now, Derek Nandi, the right defensive tackle, 6'1", 317. He's not practicing. He got hurt last game. So... It's going to be interesting to see what happens with with him. Um, Chris Jones, 6'6", 310. He's all pro. He's a excellent passer. And here's the thing with Chris Jones, and we heard it yesterday from Kansas City writer, that he picks his spots. More so picks him in the pass game than the run game. He'll take plays off in the run game. You run right at him, 
He's not getting off block. You can wash him down, and he's not going to fight back across faces and stuff. So that's why running north side, and he ain't chasing. He ain't chasing a run play. Sure. That's not going to be him. But in the pass game, when he has it cranked up, he can walk you back. He can do a lot of things. He saved the game in the Buffalo game because he pushed their Pro Bowl tackle, Buffalo's tackle, into the quarterback to make that post route short. Otherwise, it was a touchdown and, and would have gave them the lead. Now, their linebackers are not big guys either. Willie Gay, 6'1", 243. Nick Bolton's 5'11", 237. So they're not big guys. And, and Gay was on the injury list too. So they're fast. This is a fast athletic defense other than the two tackles. You know, they can all run, and that's why running wide and stuff is difficult, and they're a fast flow. That's why I, I think, like, z- running zone stuff, cutting back, and that kind of stuff is big. Bootlegs are big. Their secondary is spectacular. Now, Edwards, Bob, the safety, concussion protocol. I, I don't know if he'll be back, that that would be big. But there are two corners, two Pro Bowl guys. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. We'll come back. News from the Nash. You want to join us for that? You can. 410-583-1057. We'll count the late week money by yourself around 12.15. Marty Morningwag's going to be joining us. We'll preview the championship games with him. NFL lunch coming up at 1 o'clock. We'll look at the Detroit-San Francisco game. A little more detailed, so stay tuned. Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio. His Northwestern Wildcats upset Illinois. But we'll talk about what the Bears are doing with that number one pick and obviously talk about the Ravens and the Chiefs and the Lions and the Niners and everything that goes in between. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 